From news across the world to events in your community, hear about it all on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. A fabulous sir, he could never be, Mr. Rod Center, taking great care of us. He's why the podcast page is fully populated, and so we always appreciate his help and hard work. On the news line, uh, back with us on the radio, Kim Smith, a safety press officer with PennDOT District 3-0. We always talk to her about, boy, transportation and holiday, pre-holiday, everything about boating safety. That's one thing we've never discussed with her, but really all other kinds of movement and transportation safety. Maybe someday she'll talk to us about trailering safety. I guess that would be a corollary. Kim, thank you so much for calling in. You're very welcome. Good morning. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for checking in. All right, we'll start out uh, with schools out. Uh, We talked about school bus safety just a few days ago, it seems like. And (laughs) and now it's time to talk about schools out or will soon be. So you often talk about uh, safety and you want motorists to uh, keep an extra eye out. That's right. Um, You know, when school is out, we have a lot more children out and about going to parks and playgrounds and riding their bikes. So we really want to encourage everybody on the road to be more aware of that and to be looking for those pedestrians and bicyclists and even motorcyclists. Um, We even have some teen drivers who, um, you know, ride motorcycles as well. And you want to make sure that you're driving especially slow in areas where you can expect to see children, such as playgrounds and sports fields. All right, so those are the places kind of watch out. Yeah, I think bicycles in particular, you want to be extra, uh, you know, vigilant to make sure you're watching out for that in the summer. So, okay, so we'll keep an eye out for that. Well, the rest of us, uh, while we are driving and keeping an eye out for children, we will be hitting the road. Uh, You talk about how this is a tough time for teens to hit the road. Tell us about that, please. Right. So we want to encourage everybody to talk to your teens about traffic safety because the period of time between Memorial Day and Labor Day remains the deadliest for our teens on the road, which is about 30% of all teen fatalities occur during those summer months. Schools are closed. The teens have more time to, you know, be out and about. They're unstructured now during the summer. So, you know, they're out going to their summer jobs or going to visit their friends or maybe they're going to um, sports practices or band camps. So there's more teens on the road at that time, and therefore our numbers of fatalities go up. So it's really important that we talk to those teens about safe traffic. Well, and I think you know that you getting the message out about these safeties uh, programs, this repetitive messaging pays off. Tell us about that. Right. We really want to, um, you know, hit that message home. And sometimes it takes three, four, or five times to get that message home. So, you know, we use a lot of, of common phrases to... To, to get that point across, like drive sober, get pulled over, or click it or ticket, buckle up. So those types of things um, are the messages that we use over and over and over again. And don't be afraid to talk to your children about traffic safety more than one time because it really does help you know, ingrain it into their system. Well, it's not as, as tricky, but you always say give your full attention to driving. So that's probably sound yes. advice, uh, too. All right, if you're going to hit the road for a summer trip, what do you say to folks when it comes uh, before they leave? So before you leave, you want to make sure that your vehicle doesn't have any recalls. You can actually visit the NHTSA uh, website, which is nhtsa.gov slash recalls. They also have an app called Safer Car. And I think the National Safety Council has their own website called Check to Protect. And you can just go on there and put in your VIN number and check for any recalls that could affect your safety. You also want to make sure your vehicle lights are working properly, your tires are good, you've got 
good brakes, uh, your fluid levels, belts, hoses, that sort of thing. You want to you know, maintain your vehicle, check all those things before you go on a long trip. We often talk about emergency kits during the winter, but it's really important that you have an emergency kit in your vehicle at all times. You want to keep some first aid supplies in there, make sure you have a cell phone and cell phone charger with you, um, a flare. So if you do break down, you can have some protection to, to warn motorists that there's a, an incident ahead. Non-perishable food and drinking water is good to carry. Carry a map. I know we all use our GPSs now and our navigation systems, but sometimes you end up in an area where you don't have good service and a map does help. And then anything your family might need, like diapers, formulas, medications, you know, think about who's traveling with you and what they might need if you were to get um, stuck somewhere behind a crash or, uh, you know, a long work zone or something like that that um, you might need some things with you. All right, yeah, and I think and then, that, oops, please, mm-hmm. uh, let me just interject. I think that's key. People don't expect that they'll get stuck in a crash, but we get people that stuck on the, get stuck on the highway in the winter for days, but uh, in the summer, it's still hours. Yeah, sometimes. I, I was coming back from college many, many years ago, and I was stuck for four hours behind a um, terrible tractor-trailer crash in a work zone where there was just one lead of traffic with Jersey barriers, so we couldn't get turned around. And so um, I had really wished I had some food with me, and that's why I always think about that. Even in the summer, you do want to have some things with you in the car. Um, The last thing you want to do before you go, especially if you're traveling with young children, is get a free car seat check. Um, You can do that by contacting your local PSP barracks or watch for advertised clinics. We actually do have one coming up next month in our area. We're going to be at the Geisinger Woodbine Parking Garage on Thursday. June 29th from 5 to 7 p.m. Car seat checks are always free. Um, even if you think your kid might be too big for a car seat or if you're not quite sure, you know, when it's time to get out of that booster seat, please come see us. You know, we're always happy to help. All right, June 29th. Go ahead and mark your calendar. All right, once you hit the road and you've got your uh, all your supplies that you need, you're ready to hit the road, then what? So you want to make sure you're taking some frequent breaks, especially on long trips. Make sure everybody in the vehicle is buckled up at all times and that items are secure. Think about what can hit you in a crash. If you have a stainless steel coffee mug in your car, that can hit you in a crash. Um, your heavy purse, you can actually buckle that in or put it in your trunk so that it doesn't hit you in a crash. You want to make sure that um, no matter how, what their age is, you know, the law says that anybody over the age of 18 must be buckled in the front seat. It doesn't necessarily require that in the back seat. But you can be ejected from the back seat just as easily as the front seat, and you can also become a projectile yourself and hurt somebody. So if you're traveling on a bicycle or motorcycles, you want to wear brake colors and helmets. Um, we like to say be safe, be seen. Um, wearing all dark clothing makes it more difficult to see you. So bright greens, bright pinks, bright yellows, those types of colors help. Of course, avoid distractions. And I like to point out that even hands-free talking on the cell phone is a distraction to your mind. So even though you, you may not necessarily be taking your hands off the wheel, your mind is focused on the conversation. Maybe you're envisioning the person that's talking to you or envisioning what they're describing to you, and then uh, you're distracted and not being as safe as you possibly can be. Be a good passenger. We were just at Mifflinburg High School yesterday, and this is something that I stressed to the students there. Don't be distracting. Your life is literally in the driver's hands. So you want to be an extra set of eyes for the driver and help them look for hazards and be calm and quiet in the car. Parents should set a good example in the car. You want to drive the way that you want your children to drive. If they see you texting and driving or checking Facebook when you're behind the wheel, they're going to do the same. And then, of course, don't drive by impaired by drugs and alcohol. Um, keep in mind that this can be over-the-counter and prescription medications. If it says do not operate heavy machinery, that can mean your vehicle. And then, of course, follow the speed limit. 
uh, drive slower in inclement weather, those speed limits are set for ideal conditions. So, you know, a nice dry day when you've got clear visibility. Um, anything other than that, you want to slow down. Kimberly Smith is a safety press officer with PennDOT District 3.0. We have seen her all over the valley uh, talking about vehicle safety. One of the things we had to sort of check in with you about last year was uh, ch- children left in a car accidentally. Uh, unfortunately, it's, it's startlingly common that a child would be left in the car. Uh, just some words about that, please. A car can heat up 19 degrees in just 10 minutes, and you know, cracking a window doesn't really help with that. So the younger the child is, the more at risk they are. Their bodies heat up three to five times faster than an adult. So you want to avoid heat stroke injury and death by never leaving a child alone in the car, not even for a minute. You want to make sure that your car is locked when you're not inside. So if you're home and your car is unlocked in the parking lot, kids may get in there um, to play and not realize um, how hot it is. So you can also keep um, a reminder in your vehicle. So when your child is not with you, keep a stuffed animal or something in their seat. And then when they're with you, have that in the front seat with you. So it's a visual reminder. Or you could also put your important things like your briefcase or your um, purse or your cell phone in the back seat with the child. That way you know that you're not going to forget those items and, and that therefore see your child. And if you happen to see a child alone in a car, call 911. They want to hear from you. Those emergency responders, they're trained to help in that situation. Yeah, vehicles are adding some technology. Some go as far as to put a camera in the back seat, so they, uh, well, a motion detector, or a person detector in the back seat, but others are just reminding you. I drove a truck recently, and the, it, before you get out of the vehicle, it says, is there anyone in the back seat? You know, it asks you that. So that's that should be helpful as we as we try to make sure this stops yeah. happening. All right, now let's hit the work zones. We've got a couple minutes left. Okay. Uh, okay. Slow down, give your full attention to driving, and uh, give the workers a break. That's right. So since PennDOT became uh, PennDOT in 1970, we've lost 90 employees uh, in the line of duty. But really what people don't realize is usually the motorists who are injured or killed in a work zone crash. You know, perhaps they're hitting the jersey barrier, they're hitting a large piece of equipment, uh, maybe cars are hitting each other when they're trying to merge. Um, so really, uh, work zone safety is for everybody, not just for our workers. So make sure that you have your headlights on, especially if required to do so in an active work zone. But not just your daytime running lights, they do not illuminate the back of your vehicle. So you want to have your full headlights on. You want to slow down. Obey that posted speed limit, please. Um, and if you are caught driving 11 miles per hour over the speed limit in the active work zone, or if you're in a crash in an active work zone and convicted of failing to drive at a safe speed, you will lose your license for 15 days. And then we do have stiffer penalties, so the violations for traffic um, actually are increased inside of a work zone. PennDOT and state police are doing a lot to make sure that work zone laws are enforced. Tell us about that. Right. So on our large projects, um, sometimes you will see a state trooper out there monitoring and and watching the speeds. Uh, You also may see an automated work zone speed enforcement sign. It warns you ahead of time that there is automated work zone speed enforcement, uh, and there is a camera, and that camera, if it catches you going over 11 miles over the speed limit, you will receive uh, on your first offense a warning in the mail, and then on your uh, next offense and so on, you receive fines. It's $75 for the second offense that your first time getting the fine. Any fine after that is $150. 
um, because they don't prove who was driving the vehicle, that actually goes to the vehicle owner, and there's no points associated with that. But there are fines, and they can you know occur daily if you're going through a work zone on, every day on your way to work and you're speeding. All right. Well, just give your full attention. Driving extra in a work zone, and, uh, boy, give those folks a break. Kimberly, thank you so much. Anything additionally you would like to add? Please watch out for our workers. Expect the unexpected. Um, make sure you are giving the road your full attention, especially in work zones. All right, fantastic. Thank you so much for your help and your time. We'll check in in one month and do a midsummer update, and uh, I'd just really love to hear from you again and, and see what's new and maybe get some of the uh, stops that are on your schedule in the weeks and months ahead in addition to the June one that you told us about. Thank you, Kim. Thank you very much, Mark. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. That is uh, Kimberly Smith, Safety Press Officer from PennDOT District 3 